Hello everyone and welcome to a fantasy final final fantasy episode of <laughs> Sing This. You got me Zinger. And I'm Ellie. And today we're going to be kind of a follow-up to an episode from a week or two ago, maybe three weeks ago at this point, the Final Fantasy demo. Um, this will be an Ellie-heavy episode for everyone who miss who has missed Ellie for a while. Um, you're getting your double dose of her today because um, I have not played Final Fantasy VII, the remake, at all yet. Um, well, you played the demo, so... I have been annexed from the system um so i haven't been able to really touch it i've gotten to play doom eternal a little bit but that's about it so this is i mean i'm i'm gonna i'm still gonna be here for discussion stuff but this is this is ellie's brainchild and ellie's like coup de grace so um ellie why don't you take it away with your um first impressions of final fantasy um just kind of give us give us kind of the background on what the game's been for you so far well, um, I have to say first, I kind of am biased. I, I am a biased party for this. No. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I have nothing but fantastically awesome things to say about it. No. I know. Um, I love it so far. I'm about halfway through. So Really? Yes. So there are... You got to explain more on that when we get to it. Sure, sure. Um... So I'm about halfway, um, and I'll kind of go into some game mechanics and stuff just to kind of set people up, but just because I'm halfway does not mean it's short by any means. Um, so you have a couple different difficulty levels that you can start out as, mm -hmm. but to be able to complete and platinum the trophy, you do have to play through it twice. Uh, one of the trophies are beating it all the chapters mm -hmm. on uh, hard difficulty, which you cannot get until you have completed one playthrough of any of the other difficulties. Now, I am a subscriber in the fact that if I'm going to trudge through this on hard, my first playthrough, I want to just enjoy the story. Yeah. So I am playing it on easy. Just so that I can, and that might be why it's going a little bit faster, is because I'm not really having to worry about beefing up and leveling up and getting prepared for that next boss fight. Because it's not, I'm going to be honest, it's, <laughs> it is easy on easy. Let's just say the least. So, if anybody wants to play this game and really just is interested in the story and reliving all that, Easy. Easy, yes. Um, you can play it on normal difficulty, a little bit harder. I tried a chapter or two just for the fun of it, but it's no sense if you're going to be playing it on hard to get that other trophy. You might as well just relax the first time through. Um, but overall, I like it a lot. Mm -hmm. The, Of course, the graphics are ridiculous. I mean, they're gorgeous. Uh, it's really nice to have all the voice acting and just... To see all the, the different characters and what they sound like. Uh, they're gorgeous. The The worlds are very, very pretty. It's really neat to see if you're familiar with playing it through a, when it was originally out. It's really neat to see what was from the original and what they've added. Yeah. Um, so that that's kind of cool to see how they're expanding on the universe, mm -hmm. but still keeping that original game. And just some of the characters um, that you get to, to see again from the original, it's really neat to just see them fully imagined versus little boxes. So I'm going to hit you with a few things real quick yeah. that kind of are crossing my mind. It might be crossing the listener's mind as well. Mm -hmm. So, um, combat. We, we discussed it in the demo. How is it held up? like continuing on in the game the combat style and everything with that being of course changed up to the more active rpg active sort of right. turn based or active rpg style i to the i uh, sorry to to coin to coin a term i've used before and probably everyone else has the kingdom hearts style of like rpg i mean i don't mind it i like the fact that 
if I'm whooping up on an enemy and then I'm like, you know what? It'd be better to have longer range attacks and I want to switch to Barret. Mm -hmm. And I can do it instantaneous. And then I, I see the little indicator over to the side and I say, oh, Cloud has just gotten a limit break. So I'm going to switch back over to him real quick. So it's it causes you to really look at the whole screen so that you're not missing anything. Uh, but once you get good at it, it, it definitely adds a more overall like control, I feel like, of the battles mm -hmm. because you have that flexibility to at any time switch back and forth between the characters. Um, so I don't mind it, but I, I know that some people are very try and true in certain genres of RPGs and maybe some people won't like it, but I, I don't mind it, but I'm, I'm the type, I'm okay with that or turn-based. I mean, Fire Emblem, Three Houses, you know, that's obviously that strategic turn-based type of, you do this one, then you do this one, then you do this one. Yeah. Um, so... I'm okay with either type, but maybe some people aren't if they don't like to be able to do it that way. I just wanted to throw that out there because I know that's been a big thing. I mean, of mm -hmm. course, the original game was turn-based. This is obviously different um, right. and everything. So I, I don't mind it, but how, how you're liking it in the further playthrough. I'm sure some elitists out there might be upset that it's not a carbon copy of the original fighting style, but... It is what it is. I yeah. mean, the game has to evolve with the times. Uh, turn-based games aren't, like, out of the ordinary, but I just don't see this game being turn-based anymore in the traditional in a traditional sense. Of I turn think turn-based is a a um a niche crowd. Like it's called Pokemon. <laughs> oh dang it! I mentioned Pokemon. <laughs> it's fine. Well, I, I'm just saying, like. I think turn-based is more of an acquired taste yes. than it is, like, the preferred of the masses. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's. A, I thought it was a good move that they went this way. Um, kind of back to halfway through. Yes. So this is set up in 18 chapters for this installment. All right. Yes. So how many hours? Okay, so where, what chapter are you at? How many hours does that equate to? Um, I, I am almost, I am almost done. So I'm not quite halfway. Okay. I'm almost done with. So what you're saying is you lied to our listen. No, I'm joking. I'm <laughs> yeah. joking. Uh, I am almost done with chapter eight. Okay. So I'm almost starting chapter nine. All right. Um, and I probably have about fifteen hours give or take which a lot of the clocks for this game have been around 35 to 40 so you are technically right on track i'm sure you have some stuff in your notes about yeah. that too um yeah so anyways back to focusing on your current playthrough and then we'll discuss some more stuff in a second right but i, I can see how people would have less okay than what i do so We'll get into a little bit more specifics for people that want to kind of know a better um, detail of how this game is set up to whether they would want to play it or not. Um, but with this game, there are so many chapters that have side quests, mm -hmm. but not all of them. Some of them, it is definitely a, it, it pushes you along through the chapter there's not a lot of deviating, open-worldy kind of yeah. feel yet. It's still very, let's let's push them Linear. along. Yes, yeah. um, but but then there are some chapters that do have additional side quests that are not required to do. But as I will go into further, you want to do. Okay. Um, so if you're the type that you are just trying to kind of. Just run it through and get that first playthrough so that you can start hard difficulty yeah. for, for whatever crazy reason. Um, you could probably be a lot shorter amount of hours than I am. But I am the dork that like will walk you around and look at the flowers. Everybody. And I talk if there's a little triangle that shows up on someone, I'm clicking it. All right, um, <laughs> controversial opinion real quick. Uh, coming, in, coming in hot. Um, I know. So, what is your experience playing Borderlands with me? 
Um, I usually am running behind you screaming. Um, or if I went to an area and I didn't realize you weren't with me, I'm trying to run and scream towards you to help me. Okay, so you gave the exact answer I thought you would because <laughs> since the problem is, especially with a Borderlands game, I've played this stuff before. Division, you're not as bad. When we play Division, we're kind of mm-hmm. side by side. But right. with like a game I've played before, which is why you refuse to play a lot of certain games with me, um, I, I'm sitting there running ahead and you're getting, you're like looking at everything. I'm like, it's not important. <laughs> yes. It's not important. Let's keep moving. Well, it's because I come from a heavy JRPG background. Um, and so I'm like, I'm going to miss something. Wait, was, was there a chest that had an accessory that I can only get in this chest and I can't buy it in the store? So it's really hard for me to shut that off. So when I play games like Borderlands, it okay, is... Borderlands is one you can shut that off in because <laughs> by the time you get to a store, you probably picked up a better gun already. Well, you don't On... give me a chance to enjoy anything because I feel like I'm just always chasing after you. <laughs> On a side note, this might or might not have been told before, and Ellie sort of told it, but I'm going to completely tell it as Uh-oh. a quick diatribe real quick. Okay. Um... Yes, there was an instance where me and her were playing the original Borderlands on like the 360 together, <laughs> and I had my menu up because I was changing oh, a gun, Lord. and over my mic I just hear, "Oh my God, they're gonna kill me!" There were I so many bring of those down damn dogs. My, I bring down my menu and see Ellie running backwards, firing <laughs> as a ton of skags are running after. Oh my her. gosh, I was so mad. It was a great day for uh, me. Well, and see, my problem is I always pick. I, I'm really bad about picking the support characters because I love magic. Yeah. And and so it takes me a while to level up my character to where it's good enough to be offensively, um, off, have stronger offense powers. So mine are more it, of yeah. the like rogue kind of like you, you hit from afar. And so if I've got like 20 people in my face, I, I can't take care of them by myself. I'm going to die. <laughs> especially at the early stages of of a game um but yes. back 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 to final fantasy oh, no, sorry no. sorry to distract for a second that's, that's a story. how we that's how we talk i don't think we've <laughs> ever di- i don't think we've ever discussed that on this podcast so there, there there's an insight for our borderline oh, for the old school borderlands yes. frame. so i would like to and we don't have to do a full episode but um once i complete it mm-hmm. I would like to just do like a, a wrap up of my final impressions of the game and how I'm going to cry waiting for the next installment, whenever well, that, that comes that, out. That, that could be a full episode. Maybe if I play it, it could be a full discussion. It could be at the tail end of an episode. Or we could just tag it on with um, the uh, final review for Eric of, um, uh, well, I guess me and Eric of animal crossing yes there you go you got i won't be in that one (laughs) you got both me referencing pokemon and me referencing animal crossing yes so ellie will tune in at the very end of that episode to be like by the way here's my review of um yes don't don't bring up animal crossing i'm still butthurt i i know you are yes so moving on um but this is set up to have 18 chapters um and i'll go into the the post game stuff at the end um, so if somebody's like, as we're talking, wait, what about this or this? It's probably because it'll be referenced in post game. Um, I had, you have, I have the, the thing open, so it's not going to sit there without something propping up against it. That's why I had your phone there. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, um, yeah. Cause if the case is open, it won't. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, is there anything you want me to... Because I was just going to keep going, but if you want me to cover something first, I'll be more than happy to. I, I, I'm, I am just trying to be the listener's advocate here to ask questions okay. when I feel that I need to. Well, and I wanted to mention, mm-hmm. I'm going to try to start being more active on Twitter. Um, so if anybody has any questions right. about this game... Riku. Oh, <laughs> please. Probably more Riku on that one. Feel free to message me personally or message the Zing This Twitter page. Or, or tweet at her. Or you can tweet at me. I, I don't mind a tweet. She probably won't respond for a few days, but she'll she'll get there. I'll, I'll, I'll try to get better. Um, or a Facebook page or, or whatever. If you do have any questions, like I said, I'm I'm pretty much a going to be diving into this full force for probably the next few months mm. and uh, i do plan on platinum 
I, I do plan on getting the platinum trophy for this and pretty much doing anything and everything. There's a lot. Okay. So other than the main storyline, there is a lot that you can dive into for people that are completists. Um, Completionists. Yep. So 18 chapters. Mm-hmm. There are about five or six chapters that have side quests. Very important if you want the full experience to do the side quests. Mm -hmm. Um, Most side quests, if you complete them, sometimes it unlocks um, new materia that you wouldn't otherwise be able to get, um, which is the the red materia for the summons. Are you familiar with that? Vaguely. Okay, you know, like, um, in the original game, I'm not sure how much more you've played of it. I know at one point you were playing through it. Not much more per se. Okay. So, the red materia is the summon material, where you can summon the different, like, big baddies that mm-hmm. can come on the the battle with you for a well, limited behemoth? amount of time. Behom- ba- ba- well, Bathman? Well, that one is an in-game one. Mm. So we'll talk about that one later. Okay. That's one of the only summons that you can get. You have to finish the game first. Oh, And then okay. you can get that one for your next playthrough. Um, but some of the ones, um, you get one automatically, which is, I'm really bad with names, Ifrit. I-F-R-I-T. Sure. It's um, like the the um, like the devil fire one. Oh. I always Ifrit? say... Eifert, 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 sure. That one. You get that one automatically just for playing the game. Someone is screaming at their I know, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying it wrong. I'm sorry. Um, That's your, like, first one. But you can unlock new ones through, uh, there's this guy that you meet in the third chapter. And they have what's called, so this is something that's a little different. They have what's called battle intel reports. And... He is technically working for... Oh, that's the one guy you ran into when I walked by. Has, like, the glasses. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, he technically works for Shinra, but is working for Shinra to be able to work against Shinra. Right. So, he asks you to do these different things. He gives you this material that you um, attach, and it sends him information from Mm -hmm. the battle. And as you do complete these different reports, it unlocks new materia for you. So it's actually really cool. And once you do so many, it also unlocks these VR missions to where um, he gets enough information from like ice or wind or whatever the different um, materials are. And he kind of clones the new summoning people and you will fight them, and then if you beat them, then you get that new materials mm. for more summons. So it's kind of cool the way they kind of break it down. And they don't just hand it to you. Yeah. You have to work for it and earn it. Um, so that's that's a really neat level. Um, you have so many that you can do through the, the main playthrough. And then once you hit the post game, there will be, I think, five more that unlocks. Hmm. Um there's also all the different VR missions that you have some during the regular play and then post game. So this is extra content that pads out that can pad out the game to where if you don't want to do this, you don't have to. You don't have to, but okay. definitely it gives you an advantage, especially if you want to play through the game on hard. You're, you're probably going to want to need to have these extra boosts. Um, so also there's something called Discoveries. Um, so discoveries. Show and this up. is all new stuff, by the yeah. way, for, so dis- for this game, not in the original. Right. Discoveries okay. are show up on your map as purple icons, and you have to do things to mm-hmm. discover them. Oh. But what's neat is very important. You don't want to miss this one, especially if you're a fan of women with big breasts and pretty costumes. So Tifa, mm-hmm. love Tifa, of course. Mm. There is, in Chapter 3, if you complete all of the side missions that are available... Uh, Family program, by the way, so continue. (laughs) Family-ish program. There we go. That's Um, that's more truthful. If you complete all of the side quests, it unlocks a discovery. Uh And what this discovery is, you will meet Tifa back at her place. Oh. 
and she has a conversation with you about something later on in the game and you get to pick a special unlockable outfit mm-hmm. and you only get to do that if you did all the side quests and unlock this discovery so there's a lot of stuff in this game that if you don't do everything you're going to miss out on so it's, yeah. it's really cool um so it's neat you get to pick three different costumes you can do a sporty an exotic or a mature okay I've seen all these. Yes. And I've never seen... I, I know which one's correlated to one of them, but there's the other two. Is the sporty one the more, like, form-fitting dress that she has? That's the purple dress? No, no, no. The purple dress is the exotic. That No, that's the mature. M- mature. That's the one I picked. Okay, the exotic <laughs> one is, like, the kimono-looking one. Yes. Okay, so and then the one that's slimmed on to... Yeah. The, the longer one with mm-hmm. more, I guess, more of the... um boobage covered up is the well right so i didn't pick that one I, of course you didn't <laughs> i'm a boob why would girl. you <laughs> so i wanted the mature one because it's awesome and it's lots of side boob and front boob mm. all kinds of boob okay ambiguous nipples it's it's really cool and it's a very pretty color mm-hmm. it looks nice with her hair okay can you get that dress personally i mean i'm sure somewhere you could buy it i'm looking forward to it yes i'm not quite at tifa size so it wouldn't look the same. Uh, but <laughs> but so Who is these days? I, right. Little things like that I'm a sucker for. Because mm-hmm. I, I love that kind of stuff. So um definitely implore you to do all of the missions that's possible. Um another one is in chapter eight, which is where you really first get to interact with Aerith. Mm-hmm. That one is another one. Lots of side quests in it. And you get extra... I mean, the dead girl. Spoiler alert. It's not in this game. Oh, my God. Also, spoiler alert for what? Almost a 30-year-old game now. (laughs) Well, anyway, if you do uh, a couple of... Shocker, in this game, she doesn't die. Right. (laughs) Well, this this installment. I meant meant in in the remake, it's actually Tifa instead. (laughs) Oh, Oh. Damn. Okay. Well, so, for example, uh, Chapter 8... If you do this whole side quest um, with the kids, there's an orphanage. You do these side quests with the kids. Then you unlock a little merchant that, um, and I'm going to say both ways because it's like tomato, tomato. But Moogle Muggle, Moogle, the little white guy with the little brawl on his head and he's super cute. Yes. Koopo, Koopo, that guy. You get this little kid that's dressed up as one, and he sells you special items for these um, medals that you can collect throughout the game. Okay. Um, once you complete all that, you unlock this like little mini game that you can basically farm and spam the crap out of it, and just get unlimited medals if you <laughs> if you want to. Um, uh, you mean a future update will fix that. <laughs> Yeah, do it now <laughs> before they go, uh, um, but it's really cool. You can get, you can buy items like books that give stat boosts. Um, you also can buy items that give you things to be able to do other side quests. Hmm. So it's, it's kind of cool. There's a lot to it. Um, but so you have that to do as well. Um, there's also music discs that you can collect throughout the game. Okay. Some of them you have to buy at the stores. Some of them you just find them, like you hear them and find them. There are 31 in total. That is also a trophy if you get all of them. I was about to yep. say, is there, is there a deeper <laughs> meaning to this? Because this seems very obligatory. Yes. So um, there's a trophy for all the side quests. There's a trophy for all the music discs. There's a trophy that I'm already not going to be able to get until I do a second playthrough because I missed it. <gasps> Ugh. Stupid. There's a chocobo, and, um... You, you, you killed it. What? The chocobo, you killed it. Oh, well, no, it's, you can... Oh, okay. You can get a, the, the materia to summon them, <sighs> but in an earlier chapter, there was, like, a discovery that I didn't oh. do, because I was like, I'm just trying to get this darn thing finished, and I didn't realize that that discovery led to getting that materia, so mm. I'm very heartbroken, but it is what it is. Um... But yeah, basically, just when you're going through the game, 
make sure that you are doing everything you can, unlocking as much as you can. Now, what's neat, though, is once you finish the game, it's kind of like a new game plus in the sense that you can play the game over again with all your in-game stuff. stuff. Yeah. Um, but what's kind of neat is it breaks it up into a chapter select. Oh. So you're not starting the game... You don't, if you don't want to, you're not starting the game from, from the beginning and have to play one. through it. It's just each chapter, you can replay each chapter on whatever difficulty you want to. Huh. Once you've done the whole thing. So, if you're going for that hardcore difficulty, then you're going to want to have to start from chapter one and go all the way through it. But, if you're not concerned about that, but you want to go back and play the one chapter to get mm -hmm. that, that Chocobo materia... Then I can go back and just play that one chapter and then have it. Mm. So, so like I said, it's, I think that's kind of neat that they break it up like that to where it's not just playing through the whole game again. You can, if you don't want to do the whole playthrough, you can select and choose. Okay, that's cool. So I don't know. Uh, do you have any thoughts about that? Because I think that's kind of different than what we're kind of used to for the, this Especially the, the, this game, yes. For other mm -hmm. games, I know that they've broken that stuff up to right. where... Like, and there's trophies where it's like beat the entire game or beat every level on stuff to where it's very particular about that. Mm -hmm. uh, especially for this game to where it's like if you, you know, did everything in one of the levels and you just need to go back and just cherry pick something out so you can get it for then your like hard playthrough. That makes it a lot easier and it's like, oh, I got to replay the entire game. Uh, for example... I guess if you're playing bingo right now, check off. We mentioned Mass Effect. Um, in Mass Effect, when Rex <laughs> in the first one, where I where I got Rex killed on my po first playthrough, I played through the entire game over again to get Rex alive. Mm -hmm. So it would have been nice just to do that one chapter right. over again or something. Yep. But but yeah, it I, I can see it being a good a positive and a negative. It's something to where I feel it better for like the casual player but someone more hardcore would probably want to play the entire thing over again well but you can you would just start from chapter one yeah. and go through yeah i mean it, at the end of each chapter it like basically closes it off and then it says chapter two blah, 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 and then it starts mm -hmm. so i mean it's it's pretty seamless um one thing that um I have to mention, because we were dorks and we, we spent the money, but they are having a promotion going on until uh, the middle Wait, of... did that actually work? I haven't done it yet. Oh. But I, so I, I ate that candy bar for nothing? <gasps> oh, well, no, I have the receipt and everything. I just haven't done it yet. It's okay. It's good till the middle of May. You can, right. you can do this, ladies and gentlemen. Um, if you buy, you have to buy two. It doesn't have to be of the same candy bar. But if you buy two, Butterfinger, Baby Ruth, or Crunch, and you take a picture of that receipt and upload it to the website, mm -hmm. which is ButterfingerFF7R.com, then they will give you a, a unique DLC and a dynamic theme with Tifa. That's mm. kind of cool. Just fun. I'm going to do it. Is that the one with her staring at the stars or something? Yeah, oh, okay. she's like sitting on the thing looking at stars. So it's pretty cool. But um, May 14th. So, got to do it before then. Yes. And then Mountain... You've got some time. Yes. And then Mountain Dew... Oh, is this the Kickstarter stuff? Well, Mountain Dew has the Game Fuel. Yeah. That's what I meant. That's what yeah. I meant, the Game Fuel stuff. So, if you... Um, so, they have a promotion where every seven minutes, you can go on the website and... Oh, uh, they've done this before yeah. with, like, Call of Duty and yeah, stuff Yeah, and like you that. enter your code, and it's all kinds of prizes that you could win. Yeah. Um, I thought this was funny. The The, like major like the main prize like the grand mm -hmm. prize that you can get is a customized fridge <laughs> with stuff on it with final fantasy so if you if you're in the market for a dorm room fridge um wait i thought is it a full-size fridge or like no a... it's 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 like a dorm yeah okay, like the mini okay. fridges it's like yes. dang if it's a full-size fridge i'm gonna start <laughs> drinking me some well, game fuel. It's cool looking. Don't get me wrong. Um, so if you're if you're in the market for that, maybe just buy some Mountain Dew. And some game fuel, Mountain Dew. Game fuel, and you might win it. They have other things like um, headsets and yeah. these little mini figures that you can get. It's all kinds of little things like that. But yeah. Mm. 
So yeah, that's that's kind of fun, I guess. Um, another thing, if you were fortunate enough to pre-order it, um, I'm assuming that possibly they will allow you to maybe just download it eventually for a one little price. Mm -hmm. But there's several pre-order um, summons that you can get, like a fat um, chocobo or a cactar or th there's different ones that you can get. Um, but hopefully eventually if you didn't pre-order it at all the different locations out there, yeah. that you might have that option to to download all those we'll come back to this because there's a few topics that you were not around for that mm -hmm. i would like to get your opinion on now is like a wrap-up thing at the end okay so for all the people who've been like ellie wasn't on for this conversation or this one we'll do a quick little recap of a few things at the end real quick so keep that keep keep that little feather in your cap right now for for like i mean that's that's pretty much it like i oh, said okay. I've, I've played about halfway through um I've kind of went over the main stuff. I'm not going to spoil anything. For I, I figured anybody. you weren't. You yeah. were being. Very, I mean, I've already spoiled. I think one of the biggest things. So, but <laughs> um, so I, you know, I'm I'm going to kind of maybe when we do the final impressions when I've finished it, we can do a hey, don't listen past this point. Yes. You know, so we might talk about some of the major major things there. Um, but but for how the most, have the reviews been going on this? I'm not. I don't you haven't, read you haven't looked. Okay, I nope. didn't know if you have. I've seen most of them being very positive. So that's all I I'm don't wondering. care. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. That's all that matters to me. Um, I just wanted to get it out there and talk about it myself. And if you want to try it out, definitely check it out. I mean, the demo. It's funny if you played the demo. That is exactly the the game. That's how it starts. Mm -hmm. That's what you do, and and that's it. There's no. It just that's pretty much you go right into that demo and keep going. Um, I would say really learn how to do the staggering of the enemies. Yeah. Because that can really hurt you if you don't get that down. Yeah. Now, if you're playing easy, it doesn't matter. But if you're playing the hard difficulty, you've got to really learn how to exploit the enemies and their weaknesses and get them to stagger. Or it can take this forever. conversation is oddly similar to just playing Doom. Oh, well, I haven't you played Doom. You, you can hit the enemies and stagger them, and there are certain ones where they have certain weak points, as you've heard me yell about. Oh, well, yes. Yes, yes so there, there's that. And, there, and there's my early review for Doom. It's good. <laughs> it's fun. It's frustrating because I just am not good. It's, it's a game that I feel like you gradually have to get better at, and mm -hmm. it gives you more stuff. And as you get better, it, it, it it's, it's a vicious cycle of, like, the game's good. It's not Dark Souls in the sense of it's not like hitting your head against the wall kind of difficulty. It's you get better and get more adapt to it. And I know certain people are sitting there yelling, you just need to play Dark Souls more I, I, at some point. Well, some and, point. and I forgot to mention, too, just as a recap with the um, speaking of like getting better as you go along, it does have the system set up to where... Every time you get a new weapon, um, you you can spend your basically your skill points mm -hmm. to upgrade. So whether you want to be a more magic heavy focus or um, or more, you know, tanky kind of situation where you're just out there and yeah. you want to just beef up your your hit points and your and your strength and all that. Um, so you do have to go in there and upgrade your weapons with those skill points that you earn through the battles. Um, eventually, there's a trophy if you upgrade every point skill point available. So eventually you can just max out your weapons on everything, so it doesn't really matter. But when you're first starting out, um, you definitely can kind of lean towards one way or the other if you want to. All right. But when you're switching between characters, I guess it doesn't really matter because you can utilize the different characters that you have so far anyway. All right, cool. So look forward to sometime in the future. Um, <laughs> once Ellie beats it, or once she platinums it, we'll have a we'll have a final decision on that, and you'll probably get my early early review discussion of it, or, or my <laughs> um, first impressions of it at that point. Yep. Because I would have been able to get near enough to the system to play it for a little bit. So to recap on stuff that we have discussed in the past that Ellie would probably want to chime in on or stuff like that, um, we did already kind of vaguely discuss the whole physical versus digital uh ellie what form did you get this game on digital yes and was there any particular reason for that 
because uh, I wanted to have it on day one. Mm-hmm. And physical copies were harder to obtain. Yeah, so you'd have to go out and look around, which is something you shouldn't do right now. <laughs> yes, exactly. So there is that. Um, so, I, I guess this is a big hint for an upcoming thing. So, if, if you're paying attention to our episode numbers, which we have done over 200 episodes, but I did not number the older movie specials, so those don't count towards it. Now, everything is numbered for multiple reasons. One, for my organization, and two, for other stuff. But, um, Ellie, have you seen Rise of Skywalker yet? <laughs> um, as of this particular moment, no. But you will be seeing it, and that will be, da-da-da-da, our 200th episode. Also, definitely turn tune in for our 199th episode. That's still a good discussion. But for our 200th episode, we will be... I guess concluding to an extent our first ever movie series, technically, <laughs> when we did Star Wars for your... Uh, now, yes, me and Eric did a review, uh, episode 180, so 20 episodes later, we are getting Ellie's <laughs> review of it. And of course, uh, if you've listened to Knights of Vader, I, we talk about it about one, once every week or something. Anyway, so there's that. So that cannot be discussed here, but something else can. So... Ellie, I know that I've revealed this fact, and I think people have been able to figure this out. You worked for GameStop. Yes, I have in the past. You worked for GameStop for a good chunk of time. Yes. We Over a decade. For, we unfortunately <laughs> or fortunately met through GameStop. Yes. Um, so for better or for worse, that happened. What do you think of the current state of GameStop right now? And where do you think their future lies? In the fact of... Um, well, one, it, due to the fact of when that original record happened and now there's been a lot of stuff that has changed due to, right. of course, um, with that. But the direction GameStop was heading was, of course, they were um, not doing so well in the stocks, not doing so well with a lot of stuff. What do you see as some of the problems as somebody who I know does shop at GameStop from time to time? What were some of the problems you noticed there and funny enough there's some of the problems that that existed when we were employees there which uh, i think for both of us was almost over a decade ago for us yeah yeah i think yeah. so yeah yeah we're getting so, on that um and also I, you you you, <laughs> you don't listen to the actual podcast so you don't know about the discussion we had on that so um she's she's not being prompted is what i'm trying no, to say from no, you didn't even tell me you were going to ask me this. I, I didn't because I wanted a, I wanted a fresh take. I wanted a hot take. <laughs> hot takes. So, I was with him a lot longer before you started. Yes. So, I actually, little little side note, when I worked for the company, when I first started, um, there were probably company-wide um, maybe about 20 female managers. Total. Total. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> it was a uh, different... Wait, what What company did you technically work for then? Software, etc. Okay. Yeah. That, um, that was one of the other ones. We mentioned Babbage's, I think. We yeah, mentioned was... Funko, Funko Land, Babbage's, mm -hmm. EB Games, which EB Games is apparently the Canadian version of GameStop still. Oh, uh, well, we used to have EB's yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. they phased them out and it's all GameStop's now. Yeah, so... Um, I was software, et cetera, mm -hmm. and um, I loved it. When I when I first started, I that was a dream job for me. I couldn't have asked. That was for me, too. Yeah, I couldn't ask for a better company to work for. It was in my wheelhouse. Um, you know, at the time, they've kind of gone back and forth, but at the time, they were doing um, cards and videotapes and toys, and they went away from that, and then they came back to it. Um, the, the, the toys. No one knows what a videotape is yes. anymore. <laughs> I worked there when there were still VHS. Oh, so, my God. yes. Um, and and so I loved it. It was great. A lot of fun. And it just, over the years, um, it changed kind of when it started to do the just GameStop in general versus like all the different. Which as they I, were merging to one name versus all the different ones. Uh, for a reference, I came in around the time of the xbox and playstation 3 launches oh, okay which was around the same time that they were they they just gotten done i think with the eb and gamestop merger well i 
was there for the PS1 launches. Yes. So, if that tells you anything. Um, Dreamcast, I launched that. Um, so, but yeah, so I, um, when they started really focusing on the numbers and um, basically mafia style, trying to get people to reserve 50 yeah, games and, um, you know, and all that, that's, that's when I started kind of checking out, um, you know, it's, it's more about the customer service and really making sure everybody has what they want than like forcing them to reserve 20 games that they're not going to buy anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's where, and then when they started having us want to do, um, cell phone sales and, and see, I got out <laughs> a little bit before you did. Yep. And I've missed that stuff. And that's, yep. I think, come and gone with them since then. I don't even think that's something we mentioned in the episode. They had that come and go. Yeah. They they, they started offering the um, selling the cell phones and the SIM cards and all that stuff. And that's just was a whole nother. And that's kind of when they started doing their partnership with um, um, Think Geek. Yes. Think Geek. And we started doing more of the sell online, get in in the stores, you know. Um, I never minded the the power-up rewards card so much because that, if you are a shopper uh, a lot, and especially of used stuff, it's a good deal for people. But but the, the reservations and the cell phone sales and all that, it's just, it was getting to me where, like, they were kind of going away from what made the original company special mm. and great. And and I just, it wasn't my cup of tea at that point. So once again, that was almost a decade ago. These are issues that are still around mm -hmm. with the whole reserve. Oh, Their yeah. customer service is basically hot garbage sometimes. I'm not saying every GameStop right. employee is no, awful. No, there are some and, that are and, awesome. And you, yeah. you, you and me can attest to this, not tooting each other's horns here or anything. We knew plenty of amazing, worked with plenty, oh, knew yeah. plenty of amazing employees in that Most company. Definitely. And on the flip side... We knew plenty of straight up hard garbage <laughs> individuals that yep. like, like there there's people I remember that would not come in when uh, or like at certain locations that they wouldn't shop there if well, certain yeah. managers were working or certain yeah. people were working because people didn't want to get harassed or just they they, they didn't like that environment of yep. being in there because that person like I like I said not to toot our own horn but I I I I knew who to who to hit for pre-orders and stuff like that right yeah. But I mean, on a, on, on, on a, I know I can hit this person. Now, there's people I'd be like, oh, you know, every now and then I'd be like, let me see. I, I might be able to reel them in with this. But, mm -hmm. no, I, I, I'm I, sure that I'm I'm somebody somebody hated there, too. I'm 100% sure of that. But that's the thing. It's that whole environment is just, it, it's it's still there. It's still a present thing, and that's what they were trying to change. Now, since that recorder course, um, due to states having stay-at-home orders, stuff like that, that has changed stuff. Uh, the way they were moving towards was making it more of like a hangout kind of thing. I guess mm -hmm. sort of like. Okay, so once again, we're not sponsored by our local store, but which would you rather go into to buy a game? Our local store or GameStop? Or our local gaming store or GameStop? If you had to choose between. Oh, well, I'm biased because someone that works there, I used to work. He used to work okay. under me. Okay. <laughs> on the premise and he's awesome. of. awesome. On, on the premise of. I mean, honestly, if you want my honest opinion, I'd rather just go buy it online myself and or buy it, um, you know, like stream it through the PlayStation Store or just buy it at a, a like a normal big chain store and just pick it up. Uh, because I. But. I know what you're getting at. Um, I would rather go to my mom and pop store because I know they're not going to pressure me about stuff. They're just mm. going to have a conversation with me. We're going to be fun and geeky and and talk about why we love it, and that's it. It's not. It's not going to. But that's be what a, a visit should game to GameStop should be. Well, that's what it used to be. That and that yes. and that's the thing. It's not that anymore. And that's yeah. what they're trying to, I guess, reel back in. But they're like, oh no, we need to get. The numbers and this and that and I mean we we all see what happens with pre-orders. And, and to stuff. be honest, that's not that's not the employees that work there. No, it's that's not. That's the corporate side of it. And 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 to be fair, on the business side, they have to. If they don't sell stuff, they're not going to be in business. So it's just. But it's, when you've created a culture of people know that oh my god, I got to go in there and I, I I have to go into GameStop because they're the only one that has this. 
I'm going to get bugged about this, about this. I just want to buy the game. I just right. want to buy the game. Like, um, the, the, I, I mentioned this on the other record too, the adapter for my computer behind me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting, I'm, once again, visual media, I mean, audio medium, I'm talking about a visual thing. Right. There's an adapter so I can use my three, six, my Xbox one controller on my computer. Mm-hmm. GameStop was the only place that had it. It was a, I'm buying it today. I'm not ordering it online. It, it, w- it was a 100% I'm impulse buying this or I'm not getting it, period. GameStop was the only place that had it. Luckily, they were kind of busy. I was able to get in and get out. Right. I, I was waiting for like the, oh, do you want to pre-order something? And I was like, I, 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 you, you guys are the only place that has this. I would not be in here otherwise. Well, I mean, and, and I and have that's, a... and, and that's sad because that should not be the way I approach the store of, like, I am automatically, like, defensive. Like, I, I just need to, to, just give me it and let me go. Well, I mean, I, I think that's just an on how... How your, tough your skin is, too. I mean, it doesn't bother me anymore because I don't care. I just say, no, no, thank you. I'm just here, and I shut it off. But there are people that feel bad and are like, oh, well, I mean, and they can get pressured into doing stuff, and they'll lose sales from people like that because you're right. People like that are just going to be like, I'm I'm just not going to go in there because I, I don't, I don't want to have to worry about saying no five times. Yeah. Because that's usually what they would tell us is, you can't stop until you at least get three no's, and you're just like... Oh, my God, I remember Ugh. that. Yes. Oh, I could go on for hours. Oh, I know, yes. I know we both could, and that might be a Patreon <laughs> thing one day of yes. us just reminiscing, but... Um, yeah, I mean, I've, no, had, I just, I've had systems thrown at me before, so... I have, too. <laughs> we both have. Separate instances, by the way. Yes. What was yours, a PlayStation 1? It was a PS2. Oh, mine was a PS2 as well. Yeah. Wait, your, yours was one of the fat ones? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, once again, different instances. Yes. <laughs> uh, I think on the Patreon episode, there's a Patreon episode where I had GameStop tales. I think I do tell the tale of why I got a PlayStation <laughs> chucked at me. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that, that was a fun day. Um, yeah. But, no, I mean, I, I just wanted to get, get your opinion. Now, of sure. course, they're wanting to move forward into being this more gaming culture, gaming, like, environment, which right now... Of course, as we said on the episode, now, you know, I think about a month later, hold on, uh, almost two months, no, yeah, a month later, um, we're in a very, we're we're still in a similar situation, but stuff has moved forward, um, trying to get that kind of environment going is definitely not happening now, now, but do you think GameStop could be somewhere like, they, they, they try to harness the local or the mom and pop stores. I don't think have, so. You, you don't you don't think they're going to be no, able to do it? No, not not as long as they're corporately corporate based. Mm-hmm. If it ever changed to like a franchise type of situation, possibly. Yeah. Um, but I just I don't think they can do that because there's just not a big profit margin on video games, new video games. Yeah. And unless it's a store that has a really good used culture, like used game culture, and they have a lot of customers that only buy used. If they're predominantly kind of focusing on um, new sales, there's just no way that they can do that unless it's just they are a store that happens to have a market of just a really big pre-order now, fan base. Now, as I said, with them being more of like a hangout place or quote unquote, you, mm-hmm. you don't think that's something in their wheelhouse they're going to be able to ever do if they try to get into they- like the cards? I mean, they uh, they they, they no. do sell magic cards. They do sell you. I don't think they can be your local hobby shop, is what you're they, saying. They, it's, but I think that's what they're trying nah, to. I'd, I'd be achieve. very surprised. I mean, GameStop has obviously proven over the decades that it is um, adaptable. Mm-hmm. You know, and they've changed their 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 market well, over the years to try to to keep competitively. Um, I just think they've done too much too long. For that to work, um, I mean, my perfect hangout store would be um, kind of similar setup to what we have in our area. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like a bigger comic book focus. You, yes, I was about to say yeah. your, your only hang up is not comic books, yeah. but that's kind of something that uh, comic book stores are weird, and it's a whole separate discussion. They, a lot they're, of people they're, read they're, digital now, yeah. so but, I, okay. So, so you brought up a good I point. I like to pay. I like it in my hands for comic books, and I, I do too. We have some on the walls yep. around us now because we're, re, we're the, the new recording studio area is getting getting geeked I out know, and everything. It's so cute. Um, so so there'll be more photos of that once we get more stuff yep. up and everything kind of organized and done. Anyways, but but back to the point. So mm-hmm. you said something earlier that brought up a good point. So we brought up on the episode once again. Go listen to the episode. Um, 
Adrian Simple's on it from the um, Gaming Observer. Go go check that out. Um, it's episode actually five episodes. <laughs> Just go check out five episodes ago on Zingness uh, episode uh, one ninety three. So it's the thing we brought up on there is the and you brought it up too and this was not prompted. Digital, mm-hmm. digital, digital, digital. More people are going to digital stuff. Yeah. You bought Final Fantasy because you didn't want to go out. Um, me and Eric both pointed out that Animal Crossing. Yes, they not they, they, not just because I didn't want to go out, but but mainly because in a in a household and a family that shares a system, mm-hmm. I don't want to have to be annoyed by having to always put the disc in if somebody else is playing. Well, that, that, else. that's the other thing. So it's, it's, it's the there. convenience. It's, it's there. It's on the system. Yep. It's not running around and stuff like that. Right. It it is something that is Babies there. Babies can't get it and scratch it. Bingo. <laughs> um, so GameStop has had a huge issue with the whole digital conversion. Mm-hmm. Um, and do you remember when we used to, or when they used to sell codes for digital content? Yes. And they didn't like doing that because they got uh, people would buy them by mistake, or there'd be right. something wrong, or be. And and it's like they oh, steered yeah. away from that. And I'm like, why did you? That was the perfect thing. Because if someone came in and was talking about, because I remember you could sell, we could sell the PS1 games on PlayStation Three. Mm-hmm. And there's plenty of people that that were like, oh man, blah blah. blah. I love. I'm like, oh, you can buy it right here, right now. Digital code, bam, there, go, buy, awesome. Like that was the thing, and they steered away from that. Oh, and Steam cards? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We sold so many Steam cards. Yeah, because that's the thing. A lot of people would would rather... Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's the thing. I understand that's not a... Technically, they're not making as much money, but it's something to where they could have stayed in that, and I felt like they went away from it just like, oh, just get a $10 card then or just get this. But I feel like they... But it's kind of like what you said, though. I mean, on a retail standpoint, that's a pain. You, you you tell a customer up front that it's not returnable. Yeah. That it's a code. Once you sell yeah. it and you redeem it, it's redeemed. It's it's not like a gift card yeah. where you can just like this is a code for a game. Um, and you would still have people constantly trying to return the codes. I don't understand. Blah blah blah. So I mean, it's it it is hard. On a retail standpoint, to do that, but other retailers do it and they uh, sell them just fine. So Target does it for most. They they mostly do it for Xbox and um well, and mean, Nintendo. Walmart. I mean, they all sell. Walmart those. does too, and that, yeah. that's the thing. It's something that I feel like. The, I mean, game. If GameStop does that, by all means, let us know. Mm-hmm. I just don't see it really when I'm in the store because they focus on the physical game, which is something a lot of people are staring away from. And it, will, will GameStop be around in five, ten years? Who knows? I mean, this d- due to recent events and everything going on, a lot of companies are being pushed to to a breaking point with certain stuff. GameStop, I mean, they 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 had a very bad situation where they felt they were an essential store that had to be open. <laughs> I, I I once again defend the fact of there is no, never in my lifetime have I ever thought GameStop is an essential business, even when I worked for it. No. Um, so that was one misstep there. I think there's doing some curbside stuff still, maybe, yeah, but I, well, it's not all locations, yeah. but yes, there are a lot that are doing just like all the other stores you yeah. order online, pick, you can pick it up at the store kind of thing. But that's yeah. the thing. I mean, I, I think that they, they might've been taking steps, but I don't know. I, I, I kind of agree with you that I think that them trying to harness the mom and popness of certain places is a far fetched idea because I think it would completely change up. Plus the um, retail space they normally occupy is not optimal for what Mm-mm. they would need. So, Well, I mean, it, it depends on the area. If you're in an area that there isn't a hobby store or a mom-and-pop store to go to, mm-hmm. then they could possibly have that environment. It would probably be okay. But if it's in an area that already has a well-established mom-and-pop slash hobby store, They've got their work cut out for them. But as me and you know from even our time there, them selecting locations, they sometimes don't do the best job of. Correct. 100% correct. Mm-hmm. Um, you can, you, they, they, there's a par five golf course that, that you could hit on from one of our game stops to another. Like you, as me and Eric said, you can literally walk but out that, of one of them. But to be fair, that's only because one of them was an EB Games. And, that, and, and then, then they merge. Yeah, I don't think so. I ever actually explained that on that episode. Yeah. So here's the real quick thing on that. If I had explained it, 
Here it is again. See, that's um, me bringing the knowledge. So, no, no, no. And, and, and there used to be, well, okay, so in the town we live in, there there used to be three GameStops. There was one in the mall. There was one in the mall. Then there they was had one, one in a major shopping center. Major shopping center, Best Buy, uh, Walmart, all those in the shopping center. Well, no, that was the EB. So, but, but then GameStop put a store in to compete against EB. Back when there which was, was a, almost right across the street. Oh, it, it's it's literally you go yep. into like there's a four way intersection to get into that sh- big shopping center. You go left for one, you go right for the other, and and on that four way intersection, <laughs> and on that four way intersection is another GameStop. Yeah. So you could, but then of course that happened around the time they were doing the merger, and they both signed. Stupidly long leases. So they were stuck, yeah. So they had to keep them. So, I mean, that was that was but only because... But here's the thing. Those leases have run out by now. But you've said mm-hmm. before that both of those stores are prof- were, were are. At, at, at a point profitable. Yeah. But at the same time, there's another Walmart shopping center and another place on the outside of town that would have been a perfect place to put it. And there's now a mom and pop gaming store there. Right, right. That does... Well, there has pre- been for a while. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there has been. But that, that was the yep. thing. Like... Like, everyone had said they should put one there, and they didn't, and I feel like they did That's why out. I think in our area, I don't think it's feasible for them to successfully infiltrate that market, because we have two pretty successful... We have one that's very um, GameStop-esque yes. in their approach. There's and another one that's more of a hobby store-esque right. in its approach, and a repair shop, and they mm-hmm. both... I mean, I, I know both of them do very well and everything. Yeah, right. So, I, in our area, I doubt it. But maybe in some other areas, possibly. Who knows? We'll, we'll see what happens with GameStop. Like I said, I just wanted to bring this up to you. I mean, I we... wish them all the luck. I mean, I was with them for a long time. It'd be great if they could get their act together. Um, they have a lot of really good core values. Mm-hmm. And 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 I, I would hate to see them shut it, down. It would be weird in the sense of yeah. there's a there, there's a lot of places that come and go like from our childhoods and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um uh I, I, KB Toys oh, I think gosh, is one of them. Oh gosh, yes. Toys R Us. Toys R Us was I the mean, one I was thinking, but I'm like no there's but another yes, one. Yes, there was KB Toys. Yeah. yeah. Um Toys R Us is one that's kind of I'm going to tell you right now. I hate that our culture doesn't have that. I I hate that there isn't that big toy store. That you, you know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, all the major chains carry toys, and you can get toys online, and there's Amazon Prime and all that stuff, obviously. But it's, it's, I miss the Toys R Us environment that you could literally go into. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's just everything there. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I, 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 I hate that that. That isn't something that like the younger generations have to be able to to experience because that was that was really fun. So it it, it was. I mean, yes, there whole different discussion for another day. We're yeah. kind of vaguely getting into, but anyways, we're gonna wrap up this episode. Uh-huh. Uh, that 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 definitely went longer than I thought it would with the GameStop <laughs> discussion. Um, if you want to hear more about a GameStop discussion, maybe me and Ellie could just not do a non-Patreon episode and maybe talk. I mean, I think we kind of. Yeah, we both have stories for days and, and, and stuff for days, but I just I just know that from her working there and me working there, uh, her not being prompted, I wanted to see if she spouted out the same or similar stuff than we did. And yes, you did. Mm-hmm. So proving that, once again, that, I mean, the, it, the, the, the issues are common ones and they are ones that have been issues with GameStop for years. Right. And years. Like, like I said, we both left there almost a decade ago. And the issues that they are having are ones that they were having when we worked there. It's just now they that digital and other stuff has become more prevalent. It's become a bigger thing for them. Anyways, on that note, um, where can people find more from us, Ellie? Everywhere. Yes, you can, of course, find Zygnus on any major podcasting platform. Uh, you can, of course, find Zygnus on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram at Zygnus podcast for instagram and um and i'll be your final fantasy buddy yes ellie will be your final (laughs) fantasy buddy her um links to her uh twitter is in the show notes so go check that out uh we'll be back next week with another episode and um as always what what
You've been listening to a fourth hand joint.